So, Mr. Jelly, you tried to get rid of me, didn't you? I know the episode came out and I'm like, ooh, what did I say that week? And it, it wasn't even me on there. No, that wasn't me getting rid of you, Russell. That wasn't me getting rid of you. That was just me having somebody fill in, like trying to fill your enormous shoes. Well, he, he failed. Let me just tell you, Ben, miserable failure. You can never be as good as Rusty. And don't listen to what everyone on Twitter said about how awesome you are. That was just fake accounts that people set up to to make you feel better. And those people... I don't want to say it, but I think it was jelly. So I realized what I need to do <laughs> in order to keep myself on this show. I need to up my topic game. So okay. I've put the word, uh, just wait for it. I've put the word porn in today's title. What, what do you think of that? I, I'm a little bit concerned. Porn. Um, Pe- people love porn, statistically speaking, but I, I don't want to talk to you about pornography. I want to talk about something the young kids are into, and that's murder porn. Murder porn? Have ever, yeah. Have you ever heard that term? Is that like pornography where people murder each other? That well, seems a bit weird. Potentially in some weird part of the internet it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I've never been there. But this is more the whole concept of, you know, people watching TV shows and listening to podcasts and, and you know, reading articles about, you know, there'll, there'll be a murder of some kind, a historical one, and then someone will comb through the facts and, you know, make a make a narrative out of it. And people call that, you know, murder porn because people love these shows. You know, there was the podcast Serial. Um, yeah. which I think everyone has heard of now, you know, oh, yep. serial, you know, 5 million viewers, uh, viewers, listeners, I guess. Listeners, yeah. Yeah, 10 million, wh- whatever the number was, huge number of, of listeners for a podcast. There's a more recent one now. I don't know if you've seen on Netflix, How to Make a Murderer. I have seen it when I've kind of been scrolling about doing my Netflix and chill kind of routine. <laughs> uh, back to the porn, eh? Yeah, we don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't need to know. So it's, it's this whole trend of you take um, something that happened, you know, say I think in the case of Serial was a long time ago. It was a good 10 or 15 years ago. I think making a murderer is, is similar. It's something that happened a while ago that was, you know, either well-known or not. But then going through it in detail and making like a really a detailed narrative of it, and it seems to be, you know, a recent trend. You know, you... You you meet other people and they're like, oh, you you make a podcast app. That's interesting. You know, have you heard Serial? And then the next question out of their mouth is, what do you think? Did did Adnan do it? And Adnan, for those that don't haven't listened to Serial, I can't believe there's anyone out there, but he was the central. I don't know if you call him a protagonist or I guess he was charged with the murder of you know someone else. And the the whole thing was like, here's all the details that went into that case. And the the I guess the reason it's compelling is the presenter was basically asking. You know, given these facts and given everything that, that we know now, like even in, in hindsight, do you think this guy should have been convicted? And, and maybe, maybe that's why people are so interested. I don't know. Do you, do you have an opinion on this? So I don't have an opinion on whether or not this Adnan character did it or not, because I didn't listen to serials. So I wouldn't even know the first thing about the actual case that they went into. But I think, I think you, you kind of, onto something with the whole like pe- the whole thing where people seem to love it i mean it, the the concept of like you know looking into a a story and crafting a story around you know something that really happened is i mean it's not it's not new to serial i don't think i mean you just look at things like there's been like documentaries and stuff done on on TV where they've had uh, where they've looked into like you know murders or you know investigated you know uh, crashes airplane crashes and stuff like that and kind of you know talked to people that were involved in the situation and tried to you know create a story with you know thrills and oh uh, you what happened next you'll will blow your mind type thing <laughs> uh, right after these messages. 
so I don't necessarily know that cereal is like did it first, but it is certainly something that people really kind of seem to love. I, I think maybe it comes down to like people are intrigued by uh, by things that go wrong. Like it, it actually is something that people love to like love to hear about and love to kind of, I guess, analyze themselves. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely part of it, and I think. The interesting part is that these these aren't fictional stories either. These are these are real events that happened. Um, you know, there was there was real court cases that went on. There was real news coverage at the time. But I think it's interesting to have someone, you know, ten years later or however many years later, actually go through and spend so much time, you know, analyzing all these different things and unearthing tapes and trying to find a new evidence. I think there's something about that which is just compelling. The whole idea of, you know, there's these events that have happened. This person was declared guilty. You know, it was an open and shut case, you know, back in the day. But was it really? And I guess that's, that's the whole premise of some of these shows. And maybe, maybe that's the bit we find interesting as well is the whole idea that, you know, you as a listener might uncover something that, you know, all those investigators and um, lawyers and everything else didn't bring up in the court case and, and didn't discover back in the day. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think about it, like there are uh, technology improves year over year, obviously, and you know, even the technology that we use now to solve crimes is far and above what would have been, you know, ten, fifteen years ago. You know, there's stuff that changes and improves over the, over that period of time that you can kind of use to, you know, reinvestigate a case, which I guess is what serial was kind of doing in the end right no serial was it was it was an interesting case where it wasn't that they were bringing modern technology to to the case it's more that they found a case which just did not seem to be super coherent or investigated that well and you know someone went to to jail for life for it and they were just trolling through all the different things and i guess the thing that made it interesting is they found um you know because it you know, it was a long time ago, but it wasn't so long ago that no one was left alive. They actually went back and they interviewed people, you know, involved with it and they interviewed people who hadn't been interviewed recently. And I guess bringing that context into it is what made it interesting. You had all these people that like, yeah, you know, I, I saw him here and I did this and I clearly remember this, but that contradicts with this. And it was that whole trying to piece together the narrative of it, because I guess that's when they come back to it, that's what the court case was all about. You know, it was the um, the prosecutor sitting down and saying, hey, this is the narrative that we have. And here's all the things that prove the narrative. You know, we've got a witness, we've got some phone records, we've got whatever. And then it's the presenter of Serial and all the people that she worked with sitting down and going, well, actually, this narrative doesn't make sense because of, you know, reasons X, Y, and Z. And I think that's another people thing that people enjoy is trying to make alternative narratives. You know, you sit down and you go, well, it doesn't really make sense that it was here at this time if this person saw him. And would he really drive cross country? And would he really do this? Wouldn't it make more sense if, you know, X, Y, and Z? And maybe that's you know, that's part of the intrigue as well. Yeah, I, I think so. Like, I, and I mean, that's the sort of thing that drops into fictional television as well. Like, that that sort of stuff happens. And looking at cases through, you know, somebody's eyes is where the investigator kind of like looks into the situation and tries to figure things out and solve the puzzle and, and all that sort of stuff like that. Like, people find that fascinating. And I mean, you just have to look at how, like, how much television is dedicated to like, you know, cop shows and detective shows and shows about like shows about solving crime. Uh, I mean, it's a massive thing. And there's even like, even if you go outside of television, like if you step outside of that, you've got like books that, I mean, there's a whole genre of books literally called crime. (laughs) There is. Yeah. And it's all about like solving crime and going into crime and figuring out like who, who done it. Like it's, you know, and, and so I think, 
I, I think it's like that. Like people love like solving crime and solving mis- the solving the mystery of like you know who who did it and and why and what is what was their motive and what was the narr- narrative and stuff like that. But on top of that, even kind of people love real life stories. And especially when it's presented in a way that's like intriguing and kind of real, I guess. And I mean, obviously it's real. It's a real life story, but you know, presented in this manner that's like, that's very similar to like these, you know, these mystery stories that people love so much. When it's real, it kind of ups the ante, like you're trying to do with this topic. <laughs> it, it like ups the ante and it makes it just kind of that much more kind of intriguing because this actually like these things actually happened and there is actually a real story here to be uncovered it's not just like something that was crafted by you know a, a table of writers in a room somewhere that could potentially have plot holes and stuff like that yeah so see this is where i think this becomes super interesting is i think this also appeals to our sense of justice so I don't know about you, but even after being on this this planet for I won't mention my age because that's a that's a secret. But in, <laughs> enough enough years to um to know that you, you still feel like that there should be justice. You know, some someone does something really bad, they should get punished for it. You know, and reversely, someone does something good, then good things should happen to them. But the, the problem I have with some of these stories is you watch a reality TV show, right? And you know the the hell is being edited out of that to to make this person seem this way and this person seem that way and they'll cut bits out and they'll they'll change the order of things because the whole point of a reality TV show is you're trying to make compelling viewing right and you know I sit down and I watch a reality TV show and I'm, I'm aware of go- what's going on and I'm I'm fine with that you know I, I want it to be compelling I don't want to sit there and watch you know two people argue for for three hours over something really mundane I want them to edit that into like a a thirty second thing and you know change the order so that it's more interesting that's fine. But then you've got these stories like um, Serial and this Making a Murderer thing on, on Netflix and you know at some level that they're doing a similar thing. You know, they're not, they're not setting out to change the narrative necessarily but they still have to tell an interesting story and that's, that's part of what bothers me a little bit about these sort of shows is they're not as upfront about that. So I'll, I'll give you an example, right? There's, there's things that happen, you know, in these shows that they really like to do, like these reveals to be like, you know, you thought it was this way, but here's a piece of evidence that we found. Yeah. And sometimes the problem with that is in hindsight, something can look really nefarious, right? So I, I can say, you know, you told me that, you know, you didn't know about it until this day, but really here's a piece of evidence that says a day before, you know, you called a friend about it and aren't you guilty, Mr. Jelly? And in hindsight, that looks terrible. You're like, wow, Jelly told me that he didn't know about it till the 24th, but on the 23rd, here's a phone call that, you know, Jelly had with his friend where he he did know it. And, yeah, that could be nefarious. Like, yes, maybe you're trying to cover something up, but maybe you just genuinely, genuinely thought, you know, you didn't know about it till the 24th. And, hey, it turns out that it was actually the 23rd. And, yes, that makes you look terrible. But, you know, it could be as simple as, you know, you'd completely forgotten about that. And my problem is if you make a whole show out of these things, you know, you, you can make Mr. Jelly look really guilty when, in fact, Mr. Jelly thought he was telling the truth and his memory wasn't that great and, you know, he missed something by a day. Do you know what I mean? There's these sort of events that, if you add them all up, can seem really damning. You go, yeah. wow, look at this Jelly guy. Like, he's a liar. He's a serial liar. Like, it's clear that, you know, he's saying all these things that weren't true. But it could be that, you know, the things you said and the things you did just, you know, that this is the way that happened. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, it doesn't have to be like an evil intent behind them. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And and like people's memory differs. Like I mean I I I have a terrible terrible memory. 
I will forget that I'm supposed to be doing something. I forget to have lunch quite regularly because I just forget like that I'm supposed to do it. <laughs> and that makes Mr. Jelly guilty. Oh, dun, I, dun, dun. <laughs> so what happens next? Uh, <laughs> and then dinner time comes around and I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry. I just, I haven't, uh, you know. But it was, you know, it was not a nefarious act that I didn't have lunch. It was just, you know, I forgot that it happened. And people are like that. Like, people are like that. Regular people are like that. Regular memory is not that great. And, yeah, like you said, they, they it gets kind of drummed up to make for interesting viewing. I feel like in that sense, I feel like in that sense, it, it it's it's kind of, there are competing kind of missions there. I, I don't necessarily know that's the word that I'm looking for, but I'll go with it. It's it's kind of a conflict of interest. Is that's what it. Saying. It's conflict of interest is the word that is the phrase I'm looking for. On one hand, like it's a it's a show that requires you know that relies on ratings to generate income, and so if you don't like if you have to in order to you know try to drum up the ratings, you have to make it more interesting, and so you've got to like you know. Pull, pull no punches to like you know drop you know drop this kind of reveal and this you know new interesting fact and oh my gosh you would never believe what happened after that <laughs> because that's how it works i mean the, you, you just look look we look at the conversation that we had about clickbait headlines way way back that's how that's how it kind of like people kind of try to drum up drum up ratings yeah and then on the other hand in a court case you're kind of relying on a on a jury to be somewhat impartial and kind of, which is, I mean, that's what the listeners in this sense are, or the viewers in the case of making a murderer, but that's what they are. They're, they're the jury. You're, you're essentially deciding the fate of this person. Well, no, not, not the fate, but you're, you're trying to decide whether you feel that, you know, justice was done or not. That's, that's what makes it interesting. But the other thing about this is, you know, there, there were real juries involved and, on the other side of it, there was real families involved. So, you know, in a in a murder mystery, I had to break it to you, but someone actually got murdered. So, yep, someone someone died, and that someone, you know, to make an interesting story, that someone did have relatives. You know, they had a, a brother or a sister, they had parents, they had you know friends and family. And this is another thing I find weird about this this sort of real life um, murder porn addiction is that <laughs> these people still exist in most cases. So, what you had in the case of serial is, you know, you had you know, millions of people, you know, joining together on forums and subreddits and, you know, t- talking in person and that sort of thing. And it was it was a topic of conversation, you know, did this guy did, do it and under what circumstances did he do it? And then what you have is this family who'd kind of put all this, you know, behind them. You know, they'd, they'd had a funeral, they'd, they'd mourned for uh, the loved one that they'd lost. And suddenly, you know, to have that all come back 10 years later and to make it almost like a national topic of conversation – it feels a bit weird, if you know what I mean. Like, these are real people with feelings and suddenly all this stuff is coming back and they're like, hang on a minute, like, you're talking about my sister here. You know, she's not a character in in some kind of movie or book or podcast that you're listening to. Like, this, this was a real person. And I don't know, sometimes that can make me feel a bit sort of uneasy as well. Yeah. I mean, in, in that case, it's kind, of, it's kind of not dissimilar to the episode that we did on death last year for Halloween. Because the whole, like the whole thing with media is that we tend to, I guess, lighten the actual effect of, of death. You know, um, there are real people involved. There are real feelings involved. Like these people likely still, you know, think about 
about her and and you know have genuine feelings that come up of you know sadness that she's gone and you know missing her and all that sort of stuff like these are real feelings real genuine feelings that if you've ever had anybody die you like you know any relatives die you kind of understand yeah and i mean that they they would have had real closure as well so I'm sure the majority of them would have been like, well, okay, like it's that's really terrible, but at least we found the person that did it, and at least the person that did it has been brought to justice. And this whole like, you know, documentary thing that gets everyone talking, I wonder if you suddenly destroyed their sense of closure as well. You know, they they were probably confident that the right person was, you know, behind bars and that justice had been served. And if you make an entire, you know, podcast or TV show about, hey, maybe we got the wrong person, like I wonder... What does that do to like your your sense of closure? I I can't imagine it does good things, and I mean especially if like throughout the whole by the end of it they decide as to whether or not maybe they disagree with the verdict, which kind of then brings into mind like well who actually did do it or whatever. I don't actually know how it turned out, so I I couldn't tell you. But the concept of like of destroying closure is kind of a horrifying scenario i don't i don't think i would like to be in that position i i, I don't think i could do it yeah well no no definitely not if it's you no but that, that's the weird part is that I, I i love serial like the the first season of it i'm enjoying this this netflix thing as well but at the back of your mind it's always like yeah they, these are real people and if this show is popular and i'm watching it then chances are like people actually connected to these events you know are also watching or at least are affected by it and then, yeah, it's just this weird sort of mix between television show or, or podcast meets reality and that, that weird sort of disconnect between the two. It's like, it's like you're saying, you know, the media tends to make light of death and tends to kind of, you know, make the other parts of it, you know, more interesting. But on the flip side, there's these real people and they're like, no, you know, that, that these are people I, I knew and these are, these are things I'd put behind me and now they're all, yeah. But just in the public sphere again. Do you think it's possible that there are people out there that don't actually like think that far into it, and they it's just to them it's just entertainment, like you know, like any other murder mystery would be. They don't actually consider the fact that it could be possibly real people, even though it's. I mean, that's kind of how it's marketed. But you know, at the end of the day, like how often when you're listening to it, are you are you thinking about these things? Oh, I think that's definitely a possibility because. What ends up happening is these people seem like characters. So this person plays the character of, you know, the dumb country person and this place person plays the character of the, you know, victimized, you know, Middle Eastern person. And everyone seems to have like a character that they're stereotyped in and that can definitely make people, you know, seem less real because, you know, in every good story there are there are a set of characters, you know, different characters that all have, you know, different motivations and whatever else. And when you start bringing that into a real-life situation, then suddenly... I guess people can seem a little bit, you know, less human, a bit more, you know, like they're up on a, a screen somewhere. Okay. So do you think then that this sort of show, like the idea behind this sort of show of like going back and kind of uncovering, uh, you know, reinvestigating a, a, a crime or a murder from, you know, from a few years ago, do you think it's a good idea or do you think it like, even though you're enjoying it, that it might not be, be such a good idea to to do like morally speaking i guess yeah i see what you're saying yeah that's i mean that's an interesting one because you will meet people for example getting back to the reality tv that tell you you know you should not watch reality tv because it's all staged and it's all fake and there's nothing real about it and it's all in the editing but at the same time it's like well if people enjoy that like 
Yeah, is is it really on me to go, well, you know, you shouldn't be enjoying that because it's not blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. This this is slightly more serious, I guess, because it's not a group of people that were paid to be be filmed for three months on an island or whatever. This is this is a little bit different, but it's still kind of in that same category. Like, I, I don't think it's morally wrong. It's maybe, you know, a slight grey area to when you look at people being so amused by someone else's misfortune. It's almost like... I don't know. It's weird. It's not quite to the level that someone's dead on the street and there's a whole group of people around them going, oh, oh, there's someone dead. Oh, that's interesting. And then they start like a half an hour conversation while the dead person's still there. Like it's not at that level, but it's, yeah, it's it's somewhere on that spectrum. Like how, how do you feel about it? See, I, I, I haven't watched the, the TV show on Netflix that you're talking about, How to Make a Murderer. I haven't, I haven't listened to Serial. I've never really been into the, like into the sort of, TV that that looks into that kind of area of stuff. I, I think it's partially because I don't th- I don't feel good about it. Like I don't feel good about the idea of making entertainment out of somebody's. I I mean somebody's kind of pain. Like that's essentially what's happening. I think, and I don't feel good about that. I certainly wouldn't make it myself, and I don't necessarily know if I can listen to it, let alone would like would recommend listening to it yeah i mean my my problem with it is it's not to me at least it doesn't feel as clear cut as that it's not like the people that made the show are, are trying to profit off you know someone else's misfortune but there is some element of that weirdness in there where there's the whole you know spectacle thing that that people want a spectacle and it's it's interesting to see in these shows as well that they talk about what the media coverage was you know like it at the particular time this happened yeah. and you see the same thing there like there's every single media organization is trying to get ahead of all the other media organizations and they're all trying to create a bigger and bigger and bigger spectacle and whoever can make you know the biggest spectacle out of something you know presumably gets the most ratings or the most whatever and, and therefore the most money and it's that weird sort of race to, to who, who can make this more sensational that i don't know sometimes that that does make me feel uncomfortable but that's that like we talked about in the, the clickbait episode that that's the nature of the, the news coverage sort of world that that we live in. Yeah, I I, I know that I like I I know my brain knows that like obviously this isn't it's you know it's it's one thing to like you know have the have the kind of thought forethought to go out and like I'm going to dig into this and it's going to cause people pain and it's going to be amazing ha 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 so much money <laughs> like obviously that's not the sort of thing that people go through they just want to create like you know they're just trying to create interesting stories and find interesting stories and that's exactly what they've gone and done at the same time it's like what we were saying before where do you feel like maybe this kind of trolls like you know removes their sense of closure and you know brings up pain and uh, like I don't necessarily like it it might not be necessarily something that people have meant to do but at the same time if they've done it like I don't feel good about that I uh, you know I'm t- I'm too nice I'm too nice to you know to be able to deal with that I I think and yeah. I I don't think I could like I personally I I I can see the appeal in serial and I can see the appeal in like this sort of show but I I couldn't I couldn't listen to it myself and I I haven't listened to it myself I've I've not even tried one episode so you know there's yeah. that so so there, there is one final problem with these sort of shows and that's because because it is based on a real life story and because you know, various laws and, and things like that. Often all the shows I've watched don't actually come to a conclusion. So spoiler alert, at the end of Serial, there is no actual conclusion as to, you know, what anyone thinks, um, you know, who might be guilty and who might not be. I haven't finished the Netflix show, but I assume that's exactly the same. You know, there'll, there'll be no conclusion as to, 
a guilt or otherwise. And that's that's the thing when you cover a real life event. Like you can't you can't really say definitively this person did that and this person didn't do that because it's not a story that you've written down. And I think maybe that's one thing they could do to these shows to actually enhance them. Like imagine if you were listening to a podcast, for example, and you're like, has the podcast ended or not? And you're not really sure. You know, the, the, the narrative's not finished and it, it was unclear, you know, did Jelly end the podcast? Did did Russell end the podcast? I don't really understand. If there was just, I don't know, like some definitive way to mark yeah. the end of it. Like yeah. like a like a like a common word that people would say just, and that would just yeah. like that would you would know that it's the end. And there's just infinite closure. You're like, oh yeah, I got my boom. 